Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Happy Hour History. So fall semester has begun at the community college and in a couple weeks it will begin at the UC. So there's no shortage of current events. But today I wanted to talk about Afghanistan a little, but probably not in the way that all of the you know newly discovered conflict experts on your timeline on their social media accounts are talking about it. I want to talk about a little bit of history and some of the fallout specifically about opium. So the United States has been involved in Afghanistan heavily for years, most notably as a result of the September 11, 2001 attacks. One thing that is a fact is that U.S. troops have been guarding poppy fields for a long time as a result of our direct connection to the region. For those unfamiliar, poppy is harvested in mass to produce heroin and other opiates because of, you know, opium and even legal drugs that are prescribed by medical professionals nationwide. So it's not even just illegal drugs, but also things that are legal and that we do get prescriptions for. So in 2017, the U.S. began Operation Iron Tempest with the goal of stopping the Taliban-controlled opium production that was estimated to be worth $200 million a year, but it was not fully realized or resolved. So it's very important to note that Afghanistan is responsible for 82% of the world's supply of opium. So 82% of the supply of opium in the world comes directly from Afghanistan. And the market has grown exponentially since the U.S. entered the country, and I'll explain why. So Afghan farmers grew poppies at a rate four times what they did in 2002 because the Taliban had previously outlawed it. So poppy flowers thrive in warm, dry climates, and the flowers are often white, red, pink, or purple, And then when the petals fall off, the stem yields a seed about the size of an egg. And then those pods are cut, drained, and the sap that is drained is dried into a resin. And then the resin is transported to labs or refineries that process it into things like morphine and heroin. And then it's sent around the world. So the Taliban previously outlawed the growing of poppies due to its perceived threat to the foundations of Islam. And the farmers there in the country stopped growing it. But again, that was prior to 2002. So when the U.S. came into the area, of course, fighting the Taliban, the farmers began to grow it again and didn't have to fear retaliation from the Taliban for growing it illegally. So the Washington Post cites that the Taliban sought humanitarian aid by the United States because of the ban, but after 9-11 and then al-Qaeda being shielded by the Taliban allegedly, that soured any chances of aid between the two countries. So in 2002, which is I thought was interesting, Britain began to pay Afghan farmers $700 an acre to destroy the crops, but a lot of farmers started growing it in even larger numbers, and they were collecting on both ends. So they would collect the money from the British, but they would make sure to take out that sap um, before they burnt the flour. So essentially they were taking the money from burning the flowers, but they had already extracted the pod that is used to extract the opium. So they were double dipping. So what does that mean for today? So on one hand, the Taliban having control of Afghanistan again could mean that poppy is outlawed again for the farmers to grow it, right? 
that would, and which would be kind of interesting, but that would end the drug manufacturing and cut off the buyers throughout Europe, Asia, and the Americas from having that supply. Because that 82% of the supply would cause the prices of drugs, both legal and illegal, to become even higher, which may lead to drug issues for people doing things like using more fillers or taking more of the drugs to achieve the desired effects. And that would, of course, you know, be a negative on society at large. So the Taliban could also keep that $200 million coming in a year and either use it to fund their efforts in the country, um, doing things like buying weapons, or it would allow them to push their initiatives and potentially even win over some of the farmers and form allies within the country. Much like how in the United States, people getting financial incentives helps win people over politically. It's the same thing. So... Now, however much the U.S. is involved, and I'm sure somehow we're involved directly in the market because of how profitable it is and how much it saturates the market, if we stop getting opium directly from Afghanistan or pull back how much we import via another country from Afghanistan, that might cause the price of prescription drugs to be affected in the United States as they would climb higher, right? Because the demand would remain the same or potentially get higher and the supply would be much lower. So to me, this is a very real possibility because of the rise of the so-called opioid crisis that has similar timing with the rise in the availability of opium in Afghanistan, which again has a global majority. It may also be beneficial to run down which legal prescription drugs are made with derivatives of opium. So the common ones that you do know about, even if you don't know that they are related, are Vicodin, Percocet, Oxycontin. I always forget if Oxycontin or Oxycodone or, you know, which one's the cheaper one, but same thing. Morphine, propofol, and fentanyl. So most of us have been prescribed these or know someone who has, and with insurance, they can be inexpensive to purchase if you need them, right? If a doctor is going to give you a prescription. But again, that cost may rise if the Taliban begins to outlaw the growing of poppy flowers, or if they restrict its direct sale to the United States, if they're going to consider us an enemy in that regard. Now, the United States could very well keep their direct connection with poppy and opium derivatives that are coming from Afghanistan. But of course, that would make a lot of people upset because they would say that we are negotiating and doing business with people who, you know, we have claimed are our enemies for the last 20 years, right? And that we were actively fighting. So that's all I wanted to say about the topic. It was just talking about how the availability of poppy and therefore the availability of opium may affect the United States as well as our legal and illegal um, drugs in the country, supply and demand. But yeah, I just wanted to keep it short and sweet. I didn't want to talk about the immigration. That's something I want to do a little bit more research on. And, you know, if I was going to talk about more history of our involvement in the country, I would want to do more research. But I did want to talk about the opium because I had been thinking about that a lot the last couple days. So I really want to thank you for listening this week. I hope you enjoy and come back next week for another episode. Have a good one. Bye.